0: Hey internet, it's your crew back at it again with another episode of Brethren Around. The new and improved Brethren Around, I should say, with the almost the full cast this time. You got your boy, me, right here, Mr. Comedulbo West Gardner. You got Mr. Marco Flores, Mr. Nerd in the Bay.
1: Cease and dispense. no too sweeting.
0: No, no, you better not too sweet. I bet nothing. God yeah. Damn it. <laughs> it has to be the the dark chocolate version. It can't be sweet. It gotta, it's gotta be the slightly bitter sweet, like
1: just range. No, cheese too rich. Reading. no WWE not. don't like that. You better not. They own it.
0: Yeah, they apparently. It. And then we got Todd EVF. What's going on? And uh no not, not no more this time. Yeah. Uh she's getting uh ready for some weekend stuff. Uh yeah. gotta take care of the real she life thing. Some bad luck. Bad luck with computer stuff. Oh yeah, apparently like a GPU thing happened again or Yeah, a... it's so it, Yeah.
2: Apparently um her GPU went out. Oh. Um so I've kind of and mind you I'm I can't be like oh let me go and see what's wrong with your stuff. But based mm, on yeah. the previous issues and certain things and so on and so forth, I'm just like it's probably related to when that SSD went out, because uh, yeah. not only did the SSD go out, but also one of the PCI ports. Oh, yep. Which was the one that the video card was plugged into.
0: I see. So it could have shorted so, something.
2: So I'm, I'm just like, yeah, it's yeah, probably that's probably what did it. But hmm. uh, last I heard, there is an RMA in process. So that is awesome. Oh yeah, that's and, good. Um, good. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, uh, just, it's just been interesting.
0: The the three amigos okay. this week. That's yeah, we've got
1: going on. Uh. So. The, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say not to not to downplay what Moriarty's dealing with, but uh, this past Friday, uh, went out to, went out to a bar and, and danced and stuff, and had a drink and me and such. In Oakland. And uh, when we got back, my, our car got broken into. Whoa. So, Ooh. yeah. So they, for whatever reason, they, they chose our car. But then again, it was it's not to stereotype or anything. It's Oakland. It's kind of sketchy. Yeah. And uh, we were in downtown. And uh, we chose to drive uh, my wife's car, um, which is a much more nice car than mine. So we went, we went down to uh, Oakland. And uh, what happened? So we, we had a good time. We were heading back to the car. I started looking. I was like, why does that look like the window is open? I started running towards the car. It's like, what the heck? Oh, please don't tell me. Somebody broke into the car. And lo and behold, they, they did. They broke into the passenger side on the right side. Yeah. And um, they broke into the, the, the peephole, the triangle window, like the little mini window that cars usually have mm-hmm. on four doors. And yeah, so that happened. And we're like, son of a bitch. So we were looking around, to see what, what was taken. And uh, for whatever reason, they just they didn't take anything except for the purse, was it, which was in the car. Yeah, which we didn't put inside the trunk. We put it in the trunk first of all, but we didn't put it inside the trunk when we were in Oakland. We we put it inside the trunk when we were at home, so it was a little off that you know they, that's the only thing they took. So, anyways, yeah. uh, to speed up the story, yeah, uh, the building that that was part that we were parked by had security footage of the per- the person breaking in. Uh, we called the police, had, did police report, and all that stuff. The next day, a weird thing happened. Uh, that, oh, so I'm sorry. Let me rewind a little bit. So they took the purse, which had you know my you know my wife's you know credit cards, card uh, like bank cards, check checkbook, and my car keys. Because for whatever reason, uh, I took my car keys with me. Yeah. And like that's that's a whole other thing. Like my, my car keys are basically the spare keys, so we didn't have any like other keys. So, like, fast forward to the, uh, you know, the next day. Um, this, what? Uh, this lady calls us. We don't even know who this lady is. Saying, "Hey, um, we found your, uh, we found your purse uh, outside our, outside our house." I was like, "Oh, really?" Um, and then my wife was asking, "Oh, so how did you get our number? Because none, nothing in her, in her, my wife's purse shows her, you know, cell phone number." Yeah. And, and the lady was like, oh, I just Googled you. I was like, ah, a little, that's a, that, mm-hmm. that was like a little flag right there. I was like,
2: mm-hmm. okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, so we decided that we were going to go, like me, my wife, and then my wife's brother and sister, we're all going to go to this place just to check it out, make sure there's nothing sketchy. We talked, but it was fine. It was like on the outskirts of like Elk, Oakland and such. And yeah, we talked to the lady and it was like, Talked to the little lady and I guess his, her husband or whatever, and she was, she was she was just saying, yeah, like our area is just like known to unload things, like huh. you know, people who break into car and unload things if in case like you know they don't see anything of value. And so like yeah, when they took the purse, nothing was of value because as soon as we found out the car was broken, like we called all the credit cards and bank cards and yeah, just you know, calls, deactivate
0: them. Yeah.
1: yeah, deactivate them. So like they. They kind of like, you know, they got screwed, screwed over in a sense because uh, they didn't take anything else other than the fact that they actually did take like a $25 gift card of C's candy. So if they have a sea tooth, there you go. So there you go. <laughs> so you go. They, so they, not, they, they not, not only do
0: they not have any credit cards, now they're just going to have cavities. Just like, <laughs> yeah, they're walking yeah. around like, my mouth yeah. hurts. I have this big jawbreaker, yeah. but my mouth hurts. <laughs>
1: Right. So oh, God. yeah. So that happened, and then like yeah, that entire day, uh, we spent the whole day like at the bank closing all of the accounts. Cause, yeah. Again, check we they had the checkbook, so we just wanted to make you know take any chances like sure. close all oh, that yeah. shit down.
0: Oh, no, did the right and thing. So they yeah.
1: they had no access to because the checkbook had like the routing number and such, so we didn't want them to you know do anything with that. Yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been a kind of a stressful week from Friday because. Now that we don't have any cards whatsoever, you know, because mm-hmm. we don't carry cash, like things have been harder to, you know, do go about life because like we can't just give a, a card and it's like, oh no, you don't have oh, any yeah, cards. So true. you true. wait wait for your, all those cards to be l- delivered and then, then we can move forward. So interesting. You know, yeah, that was that was Friday, that was over the weekend. So yeah, that happened.
0: <laughs> so so it's the Marco's going from outlaw that, uh, <laughs> that like, <laughs> a public menace to the, menace to the yeah. like, who watches the Watchmen. Now. That type of thing, yeah. right? <laughs> right?
1: Right, right. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Uh, I'm, glad it,
0: I'm glad it at least turned out okay. Like, no one was hurt. and Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: At the end of all, it was like, all we had to deal with is, uh, other than, like, you know, waiting for our cards to come in the mail just the fact that we have to repair a broken window and yeah, like, this is, oh, you, know, yeah. you know, that's just pain in the ass. Like everything yeah. else is fine. So,
2: yeah, I mean, that's, it, it, it sucks, but, um, at least there's a decent resolution to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: for sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure.
2: And I mean um, my, yeah,
0: <laughs> so it makes any of my my stressful shit over the week seem kind of like now i'm like i don't know the rules to magic the gathering how bad is my life
2: see I, and i mean i'm just like i i know i can't follow that and I'm
0: just like, <laughs> right like real world shit actually happened and well, i'm like i mean i mean like
2: kid. last week i had the flu yeah i'm still kind of fighting through that uh i got Fired on Sunday, so oh, I mean, there's right. that. Right. That
1: happened. Okay, that happened so, like, Okay, no, I think on, that's kind of the up there with the it's car breaking
0: into thing. Yeah, let's talk about this. <laughs> it's on the level. Let's talk about this.
2: <laughs> I mean, eh, it's it's good to be out of that toxic environment. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, sure. um, it was physically killing me.
0: Right, because I remember speaking um, to you like on the side or like during your streams and stuff, and yeah, it seemed like not the greatest environment. Just no. for a day to day.
2: I mean, it was part the neighborhood, part the customers, part sure. the owner. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm. And I so mean, a lot of it. A lot of it came down to the owner mm-hmm. at the end of it, and it's like the my last week at work, and it's, which is funny because it's one of the reasons why I got fired. But um, I would. We weren't we didn't have many customers coming in, so I'm sitting there on my phone applying for jobs. <laughs> oh nice and, yeah. I got, and I got fired for using my cell phone on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: okay. Little did they know it was like you already saw kind of the writing oh, no, on no, the no. wall and oh, you were no. like it, it,
2: it was okay, so I um you know, I, I'd, I'd been put in a position and then I was unjustly like thrown out of that position mm-hmm. and pay cut and all the other shit that came with it. And I was just like, well, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. And then they started to have the, the owner started having, um, somebody there at all times during my shifts, like to kind of watch me. What the fuck? are you? Yeah, you're the, like you're I the yeah, because you know, it was like I was stealing or some shit, you know, which I wasn't. And constantly like there'd be calls coming in and stuff like that like why is this not done? And it's just like because you just called me 5 minutes ago to ask me why it wasn't done and I gave you the same answer <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is yeah. I would get it done if you stopped fucking calling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, like why isn't this done? I don't know. Every time I walk To the end of the counter, I have somebody come in. And as per your rules, I can't leave the counter if there's somebody Mm. in the store. So, whatever. Um, But yeah, I mean, at one point, the person that's watching me gets a phone call. And my boss is not, like, discreet or or low on anything she says. Mm. And I just hear from the cell phone in the office, What's he doing out there on his phone? (laughs) <laughs> what, he do? And the person that's watching me does not have her on speakerphone at all, and I hear he this. Loud on the and phone. I just, I just kind of yell, and I'm just like, "I'm looking for new employment, bitch." <laughs> 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 I mean, oh, oh. <laughs> like amazing. i i i'd been I'd been checked out of that place for like two years. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, it was a lot of it came down to there was a lot of stress. I I just couldn't I I'd, and it's funny because I I'd worked there five years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like the third year in right before I really started checking out right well, before I started checking out rather she, uh, she says I don't think this is the right line of work for you and I'm like bitch I've worked for you for three fucking years yeah. you couldn't say yeah. this you like the telling- third weekend like, yeah, you yeah. Wait <laughs> three years to tell me this. Needless to say, I came into this job from another job just like this, that I was there for six months. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I,
1: way to to be a motivator boss. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: See, see, and that was the other thing. It's like when the position I was, I was put into assistant management position. So I had to take care of, I had to make sure that the order was being done and, Everything's yeah. running smoothly. The employees the were getting their push. shit taken care of and yeah. all the other yeah. stuff. I was doing a decent enough job on that. I mean, I was doing a way better job than she fucking was. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. much.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and I mean, that's just, that's not me just talking shit. That's like a hundred percent shoot. Yeah. because <laughs> She just like didn't, she does not know how to run that business. And I still, to this day, even though I don't work for, her, I still feel the same way. Mm. Like I, I worked, like, my last week, I worked with the flu. Now, she's all about like, oh, well, you know, we gotta keep our food safety rating and stuff like that, and I'm just like, well, can I, can somebody cover my shift? We don't have anybody to cover your shift. Okay, so, well, I'm not putting out any of the food.
0: Products. Right, exactly, like, yeah. yeah. So what do well, you if do you're here? on
2: shift, you have to have all the food products out. And I'm just like, I have the fucking flu. Like, that violates, like, four or five different self- uh health safety rules like right yeah. there it's just like well if you're if you're well if you're healthy enough to come into work you're healthy enough to put out the food and i'm just like mm. i just tried to tell you that i i'm, I'm not and <laughs> like what so
0: yeah. so, uh, good,
2: so i mean I, I wonder how many people i i wonder how many people got the flu out of that place <laughs> right.
0: yeah you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> they just track like, it down to not, one like, week. They're like, it seems that people that came in this week all have like, <laughs> yeah.
2: And I mean, I've had it for over a week, and I'm just still like, I'm just starting to get better.
1: Yeah, to get over it. Yeah.
2: Like, um, I mean, I still have muscle pains and all, and all the other stuff, but like, I can talk, <laughs> so that's a thing.
0: Yeah. yeah um, I mean, no last joke. week
2: I. I mean, last week I, I recorded some podcasts and I was just like, all right, do I pull the mic out and do I actually talk over the, the content I'm making? And then I realized, no, I can barely speak. So let me just fucking <laughs> record content and people can figure it out while they watch. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like the worst Let's Play ever. It's beautiful.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: Oh goodness. Uh so but yeah. Yeah, that's fun time. Good, times. <laughs> good the way. times.
1: Yep. Rousing positive start. Yeah, yep. just
0: we're hitting it. We're hitting it out of the park. We're we're going for the yeah. gut punches I mean, right now.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean there was the car thing, which is absolutely horrible. There's the not understanding magic thing, which I mean you're <laughs> like 90% of people out there. That's right. It's like this
0: weird <laughs> I feel like Nick Cage when he finds the like the constitution behind like a head of lettuce and he's like whoa whoa, what is this and (laughs) so so what i do want to touch on first and this will lead into the magic stuff because i think this all kind of correlates together but marco had a really good idea for a topic Mm -hmm. and i know the most recent release uh marvel versus capcom infinite came out and it Well, Marco could explain a little better, but basically (laughs) this is something that I've thought about for a while through many generations, even dating back to like PS2, is there's this weird thing about, and this could really be for any industry, is people will look at sales numbers and then be like something is a success or a failure in totality if sales numbers are good or bad. And what, what always comes to mind, a perfect example, is I think Shadow of the Colossus is one of the best games I've ever played. It sold like shit yeah. when it first came out, because no one knew what it was. Like, if you look at opening weekend, if you look at the opening few months of Shadow of the Colossus, it didn't sell very well.
2: It wasn't until, uh, was it uh, was it Tech TV at the time? Covered it on their Oh own- yeah,
0: like X-Play type stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so but what what that ended up bringing is that game has one hell of a tail. It has oh, yeah. the most longevity. Now it's considered like a an absolute masterpiece, like a modern marvel of technology and design and, you know, influence and all that stuff. And but it's
2: been remastered for every Sony for, console yes, since. Every
0: it's been <laughs> their ace in the hole. So something that started kind of lackluster Like, yeah, yeah, you know, the sales, if you look at the sales, I guess this thing's kind of a flop. Mm -hmm. No one knew what it was anyway, but uh, whatever. It actually ends up being one of the most important, you know, character-driven games of the past 20 years. Yeah. And the same thing can be said of fighting games. And with Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, apparently the sales haven't been super strong. And there's a lot of haters that are like, well, that game just failed and there's no, you know, we might as well just cancel tournaments and all that stuff and it's like it doesn't have to sell 80 million copies in 20 seconds for it to get support like you can have that de- you can have dedicated fan bases <clears throat> uh, definitely enough for a tournament what is a tournament yeah. 64 people i bet there's 64 human beings on the planet earth that are good enough to warrant watching on twitch that play marvel versus capcom infinite i can almost oh, yeah. guarantee it
1: we lived in an age before I want to say street fighter four came out Yeah, where there were no fighting games coming out whatsoever. It was just, it was just third strike. It was Marvel vs. Calcom two. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe a Tekken, of I don't know which one, maybe Tekken tag, Tekken four yeah. or five, whatever. Um,
0: and then like, and s- then you were, you were smash. just playing the,
1: yeah, yeah. smash. So you were just playing these repeated games. Um, n- like no new installment of it. And these tournaments ran for like a few years before, you know, before the fighting game boom came back into came in, back into like the you know, the video game scene. So, so like it it just it kind of, all this stems out from a tweet I saw saying like oh you can put like the tweet was like oh Marvel vs Capcom sales uh, pale, pale in comparison to fill in the blank fighting game. So you can just put like uh, like king of fighters 14 you could put like uh you know the next smash you could put like arms or for you could put arms in there you could put yeah uh poking poking tournament dx you could put any any other fighting game that was in there and like as of right now the opening sales for marvel marvel versus capcom infinite is shit yeah that's let, let's be real here it, it, it's shit because of the, the the decisions they make in terms of uh, bringing out the initial roster, which is just a rehash yeah. of Marvel vs. Capcom Three, right? It's the same people for the same, most part. Any, yeah, for the most part, same exact people. Who is who's the new character that's in the initial roster? Like what, Captain Marvel, Jetta, uh that's I mean, I mean really Jada's a huge of.
2: one though. Like, to and be it, it's a huge
1: one. It's a huge one. But everybody else is the same person, like yeah. Thor, Captain America. Same, same animation, same everything. And so they, so people see this and it's like, oh man, what the hell is this? And then Dragon Ball fighters come out of nowhere and you see like, <laughs> oh man, they get, they announced Yamcha and, uh, and Tien and people went hype for shit because, yeah. because the, the whole hype train that's going on with Dragon Ball fighters, which like, I'm all about Dragon Ball fighters too, but I'm seeing this. I'm like, dude, what are you guys, what are you guys doing? You're In terms right. of like that, that, that decision of like releasing the same same people in the ro- in the initial roster.
2: But, right. I mean, like, with the Dragon Ball, uh, with the Dragon Ball Fighters, aren't they releasing essentially the same roster as, like, was it the, the old PS2 Dragon Ball Fighter games, basically? Except right. It's I think, like, was, was a same... new Android or some shit?
1: Like... Yeah, Android 21, which is, like, waifu material. So <laughs> <the same. laughs> yeah, she wears, <laughs> like, yeah. a
0: casino dress. Like, one of those, uh, yeah, like... women that work at a casino with the bunny ears and, like, yeah.
1: She 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 would be she would be a girl in like an Austin Powers movie sort of thing, the way she's, you know, she's <laughs> yeah. like,
0: you know, with
1: Android with glasses, which she don't even need glasses, she's a fucking android. She has like twenty one yeah. twenty one vision sort of thing.
0: She's a fat bait so, for twelve yeah. year
1: <laughs> Like Jesus. it's li- waifu pillow. It's literally that. So, <laughs> so like yeah, like it's just it's the same roster there, but they're doing so much work in, in arc systems, like just to be faithful to, like, you know, the, the character, the the manga, the anime, just to have all those nuances that that is that is Dragon Ball personified, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, then you look back at Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, and and it's just like, dude, you can't even compare. Like everybody's all about Dragon Ball, and yeah. just NVC Infinite is just like it's just the same thing. It's just the same thing. True. So now, like now, now this tweet count come, comes out, and I'm like, yeah, that's true. Like. That's true. I, I totally agree with you. It's just shitty that you know what they decide to do in terms of roster, and they want to bring out the better people as DLC sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's a it's a crappy decision. That
0: was a bad move, but, and and I think yeah. well, and sorry to cut you off, but that just reminded me that Imran uh, from Game Informer, he he actually tweeted he was like, if and I want to see if you agree with this, Marco, if they would use the DLC characters. As the main roster, and then the oh, main yeah. roster was DLC. Would this be a whole different conversation?
1: It would totally be a whole different conversation because, because like you know, the people that that are picking, or at least the people that are there now, they're a fan of like people are a fan of those characters. Yeah, but you should have put them as DLC because you know you want if you're trying to push this as like you know I think they uh, I think Capcom put like a promotional video about how to make this all esports y and stuff, mm-hmm. like, the, the the plan ahead, like, yeah. whatever it was, like, the, the, the tournaments and, like, the network and all that stuff.
2: Yep, and the one that they like, said, like, oh, we didn't mean to release that video, right. like, because yeah. they accidentally set it to public.
1: Yeah, and it was all over YouTube, and, it, like, <laughs> Event Hubs is posting it and, like, all that stuff, so... Uh, uh, sorry, I'm moving while I'm talking. So... <laughs> So you see this and I'm like, dude, really? But on the opposite end of that, like, yeah, and whatever fill-in game you put in, uh, it has more sales. But games like Marvel vs. Capcom, games like Street Fighter V, who has like is still having a shitty impression yeah. on the public audience and you know the casual audience, uh, those games are going to have more longevity because of the competition scene, the, the community scene, right? right?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
1: because for whatever reason, for whatever reason, the the contrast between community tournaments and all that stuff and sales uh, don't like figure that community habit. Like, if there's so many safety players, there's a either. Depending on whether you want to be like their basement king and just be friends in the neighborhood, or you want to be better than you know, like the, the local arcade. Pretty much every gathers, just it, it's not so much that. It's not uh, that. I will play the single plant and go
2: Oh, Sam
1: was cutting out.
0: Okay.
2: I, w- I was wondering if that was just on my uh-huh. end.
0: No, uh, yeah, it's cutting out a little bit. But yeah, I. I totally get what you're saying, Marco, about. Yeah. And which is so ironic because if they're all doom and gloom about Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, weren't they just as doom and gloom about Street Fighter V? And wasn't that fucking main event of ESPN during EVO? Right. Like, I don't get what all the hubbub's about because it's like clearly there's going to be a group of players dedicated enough to make this thing last. I mean, if people are still playing freaking GameCube Smash Brothers, I think we're going to be fine exactly. with the brand new fighting game. Like, of yeah. course, you know. Um, yeah. The see, but on the flip side, the weird one is like we're still hearing more. And it, maybe it, it's because it is newer, but we're hearing more hype lately about Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite than we are in Tekken Seven. You know what oh, I mean? Right. Like Tekken yeah. Seven's a thing. Like I play, I fucking reviewed that shit for my YouTube channel. And like, it, and it's a great game. It's a good game. Like, yeah. it's a single
1: player, and like it's it's solid as a you know a community multiplayer like tournament game. But uh, like the scene, not to say the scene is not out there, but it, the scene is not as big compared to like a Marvel versus Capcom scene. Correct. In terms of like tournament tournament scene, and so like, and the thing that I'm the thing with that tweet was. They they initially said it was King of Fighters 14, you know having better sales than their Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Yeah, I am a King of Fighters fan because it's basically the other opposite coin of like the Street Fighter franchise, sure. right? Because the the, the original creator of Street Fighter made those SNK titles like Fatal Fury and Art of Fighting and King of Fighters and all that stuff. So yeah. I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of that that, that series uh but when i read that tweet i was like but dude where's the?" i i replied back i was like but where's the scene because i i'm just hearing left and right that tournaments are being uh you know uh forfeited or tournaments are not happening because there's not enough entrance uh to participate in these tournaments but but the sales were up there right so where's where's the entry yeah see
0: there you go because it's weird how it works in reverse like uh inverse i should say so, yeah, so you have... Because I don't think Marvel vs. Capcom will ever die out. I think every single new release of that franchise is going to get at least a few years of momentum, just based yeah. on name. Hell, the game could be a throwback. It could be a HD re-release, and it's still going to get tournament play, Um just because it's kind of one of the royal... Like, if you were to to do a Mount Rushmore of fighting game series, you know, Marvel versus Capcom would be on it because of kind of everything. It brought new people in and, you know, just, it really brought up the whole hype thing. Hell, the first time I ever thought really about competitive stuff as far as memes was that dude saying Pringles, like yeah, Pringles. You know,
1: Marvel. Yeah, Marvel baby.
0: Like th- that yeah. whole th- that whole thing's a gimmick. Like that whole bit was like what fifteen years ago, and it still survives. And hell, people still say it in Twitch chat. Like, right, It has right. such a big culture around it as an intellectual property that it c- it-, it it could sell two thousand copies and it still have enough backing to at least make it to Evo. And,
1: uh- It'll stay alive for like years and oh, years, Oh, sure. that's what Marvel. That's what Marvel Two was doing when there was yeah. like no video game, no fighting games was coming out. Like the hypest things that were happening in Evo were based on like Marvel, Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah. So again, the the whole the whole sales versus uh, longe- longevity of the scene doesn't match up, and I I wonder why. I, I you know, I'm thinking because it's more of a casual casual audience like doesn't want to doesn't want to like get into the Tournament scene because they don't want to get bodied by, you know, so and so player, or they don't like to lose, sort of thing. And then yeah. we st- we talked about this from time to time. Like, dude, you got to take your L's and make sure you start, right. be okay with losing. You, you got to learn so you it. can get better, sort of thing. Absolutely. So yeah, we it. we talked about that, but like, you know, maybe the casual audience just wants to be the king of the basement you know, with their friends and sure. just beat their friends, sort of thing, or they just want to do the single player stuff, which. You know, in with these recent fighting games, now they're focusing on single player stuff because, hence, Street Fighter V no arcade mode. Reason why, one of the reasons why sales has not been great for that, and yeah. that's why like people have this bad impression of like, oh man, Street Fighter V came out way before. Same thing with Marvel Marvel vs Capcom Infinite. Oh, they, those games came out way before they were ready.
0: And, yeah.
1: Um, you know, it's it's unfortunate, and and I'm not even. As much as I'm kind of arguing about this, I'm not even so much of defending Capcom. Like, I, dude, I still think again. Back to the roster—that's yeah. what, like, yeah. you know, shut the bed sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's just. My argument is, dude, um, you know, you could have sales and all that stuff, but where's where's everybody going to be playing? Where's everybody going to be playing the game in like like five years? Exactly.
0: After that, there's That's if sort of if it gets word of mouth. Word of mouth is very yeah. powerful. Especially with competitive games. No matter the genre, um, no matter, I mean, it's pretty stunning how you'll see like Vice documentaries about people that fucking still play like what is it, Tank? Too. Yeah, yeah, Starcraft, uh, before the HD remake, or, like, they'll even play yeah. Tank on the Atari, and they'll do it for right. money or something, and you're like, holy shit, people do this? Like, what? But if there's a, it's one of those, if you build it, they will come type things. Yeah, sort of. Thing. Uh, but it's it's quality enough. Um, They kind of flubbed up the roster, but let's say a Game of the Year edition comes out, um, I did want to touch on because we were talking about how story is kind of a big deal in fighting games now, um, as far as like story modes, and how ironic that the franchise that got it the most right was Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah, exactly. fucking crazy. <laughs> like what? Like you have sure. Tekken, you got Street Fighter, you got these pantheons. Yeah, hell, you got Marvel versus Capcom. Like, how many collective years if you combine all the storyline trope type stuff? for all of the characters on that roster, that's like a millennium of storytelling. Like... Exactly. It's combined <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of centuries worth of stories. But Mortal Kombat is the one that got the story mode right. All right, sure. Like... Yeah. <gasps> Shang Tsung, sure, Goro, fine. Like, yeah, that's it. That's about all you need to know about Mortal Kombat. Yet it's the most like exactly. endearing <laughs> thing about that whole reboot. And... it's such a weird time. It's such a weird time for fighting games, but I think for like competitive games as a whole and not even necessarily because of esports. I think it has a lot to do with it. And, you know, you got valve throwing out $10 million prize pools for like counter strike Mm -hmm. and, you know, Dota two,
1: but yeah. Overwatch league. Yeah. Overwatch
0: Mm -hmm. leagues, which is a global thing, like bizarre. Mm -hmm. Right. But I I think more than ever, and this kind of ties into what our second topic is going to be about, about me getting into, magic the gathering <laughs> and getting like swallowed by it um yeah is yeah. i i think there is people playing online is one thing and like online multiplayer and stuff like that yeah it's fun it's cool i think there's this resurgence of let me be the basement hero let's invite seven mm-hmm. people over to my house let's crack open some beers let's just fucking play marvel or, you know what I mean? There seems to be more of that kind of energy developing again to where it it has to do more with actually being face-to-face with your opponent while you play a thing. Um, I mean,
2: personally, that's yeah. how I always preferred. Sure. I've I'm, I'm never been big on... And, I mean, yeah, I understand, like, oh, the age of technology and the internet and mm. all this wonderful wizardry we have. Yeah. But um, I mean, you got to deal with fucking pings and lag and all the other shit when when you're playing online and just fucking what what fighting game is fucking one player? Like (laughs) right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, you don't have
2: to go and shell out one hundred and sixty dollars for a fucking arcade stick if you don't want to. Yeah, but but you could and. If that's what it takes for you to play, it takes it. That's what it takes for you to play.
1: Yeah. Well, question question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Since we're talking about this, um, when you were growing up, you know, in 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 games, were you in that competitiveness? Like, either you want to be like the best out of like the people, like your friends in the neighborhood, or were you that type of person that went to the arcades, like spots, and whatever game that you were you were best at? Like, I want to be the best at that game on, like, you know, whatever spots you hit or, like, actually doing tournaments sort of thing. uh, Were you, like, were you one or the other? Or is was just... I, uh, I guess I was, for me... I was so driven to be the best.
0: Right. I guess what was weird for me is I would go to the arcade to pick up tricks that I would see other people do. Like, right. it was more of, like, going to after school or something. You know, like, I was there to study. It was more. It was, yeah, exactly. It was less like, oh, I got to see who the best is and then I got to train to beat them. It was more like, so how does he deal with this? Like, I want to see someone else in the same situations that I'm in. Like, oh my God, I'm. Uh, let's see, Blanca, for whatever fucking reason, I can never dodge his, you know, in Street Fighter 2, I could never dodge his uh, spinny cannonball. Ball? Yeah, the ball, just a cross deal with the electrocution combo. Like, I would get caught up on it every single time. So I would always go to the to the arcade and be like, hey, Wes, do you want to play? And I'm like, no, I'm going to watch. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's weird. You're just going to watch people play? And I was like, yeah, I'll watch. And then yeah. I would see if people had an answer for it. And then I'd be like, oh, see what you got to do is, yeah, he does a tell before he does it. And then I got to jump and then I do the diagonal. I got, you know, and then you start like learning those lessons just by observing. Mm -hmm. Because whenever you're in the thick of it, and I know we've probably all had this experience, it's easy to be, you know, a, a couch quarterback. It's easy to be oh, someone that's like, oh, I would have done it totally different. And then you're in a yeah, match and you crumble. Better. You're yeah. like, Everything you ever <laughs> learned about this game yeah. just fucking flies out the window. Went out the window. Yeah. How about you, Todd? How about you?
2: Um, for me, I mean, I, I kind of grew up in arcades. <laughs> yeah. And it's very much the I, I, I knew I was never going to be the best mm. because there was always that one guy that just there's
0: always that one guy always yeah
2: and yeah i mean he's there from the time they open to the time they close and just people come up to him and put their quarters down and so on Mm -hmm. and so forth but i mean there's some some games that i i did get relatively good at and um and i mean i never did like tournaments or anything like that that's never been my thing um it's it's fun to kind of just do it with friends and shit. But there was a local pizza place that at one point, um, had put in an arcade machine of soul edge. Ah, and they had the difficulty cranked all the way up on it. Mm -hmm. And basically they put up a sign saying you can get through arcade. You know, if you can get through the last boss on, on one play free pizza, Oh, yeah, (laughs) it was incentive for all the kids to kind of come in and fucking play the machine. And they made a good bit doing that. But then me and two other friends who had been basically playing the shit out of that game at the local arcade just went in there. And, you know, after a month of actually after two weeks of us just going in and each getting one, (laughs) it was just Mm -hmm. like. Because it would be like, I would do it, and then the next day I would do it, and we always did the same characters, and it was like, oh, no yeah. big deal. Um, then they turned it into, like, it's it's one per group. And oh it's my- like, okay.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, like, yeah, we yeah.
2: would go in there, and it would just be like, oh, okay, well, we got a large pizza, cool, whatever. Yeah. But then we would go back, like, the next day we do it again mm-hmm. and they're just like oh it can't be the same people like it's then, like, then
1: they, just, they start adding the rules then they too. start adding
2: rules so it's <laughs> like okay so friday's your day saturday's yeah. my day and sunday's your day
0: yeah
2: yeah <laughs> the friday That's saturday awesome.
0: sunday there we go i mean this is perfect
2: awesome. so so then from there they go well every week we're gonna have a character that you have to play as to do this so it's ah, like all right, right well i guess we gotta get so mm. it it got to a point where they're just like, we're just getting rid of the fucking machine.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like getting rid of this like 25 cent fucking large pizzas.
2: Well, it was 50 yeah. cent pizzas. It was fucking Yeah. And it's oh, just man. like, but if you think about it, like the amount of people that put money in those machines, they thought it was a viable thing until you get two mm. or three smart asses yeah, that are just get, like, oh, I
0: could do this. so you get the sharks. They come in, yeah. You smell? Yeah, they Wanda. come in.
2: They hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, you're giving away free <laughs> shit, huh? Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, the Soul
0: yeah. Edge machine. <laughs> Let me see what this is all about. And then, yeah, you go and be a savant. It's like a, it's like that Crossroads movie. Yeah, it's like that Crossroads right. movie with uh, whatever they have guitar battle, and it's Steve vi versus Ralph Macchio, and <laughs> right. And, like, Ralph Macchio is like, I believe in myself. And then he starts, like, out shredding Steve Vai, and you're like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I just imagine some, you know, 10-year-old little kid being like, what's this machine? And then they're like, all right, little Johnny, (laughs) you hit this button to kick. And then you go and you, like, one-shot everything on hard mode, and they're like, Jesus. You don't
2: even have to move your wrist? This is like a baby's toy. (laughs) Exactly.
1: That's funny you mentioned a uh, pizza place because like a story that I just remembered with this question is that um, I used to frequent a Straw Hat Pizza mm-hmm. that was near my house and they had x Men versus Street Fighter ah. and so er- everybody was you know all up on that game because you know like oh I can't believe it X Men versus Street Fighter sort of thing and you know we were starting to ha- starting to make a scene out over there because you know everybody would go there after school and play their games and you know either learn the characters and such um i i think i found it in in a, in a video game magazine I'm trying to remember which one um i found out uh yeah akuma was, was in there um but i found out about the raging demon you can do it in, in x-men versus street fighter uh-huh. so i think i was basically i think nobody has seen it yet in that game so i did it in front of everybody and so and so everybody's like oh what the heck is that and and they asked me so how do you do that but me being a douchebag not telling anybody how to do it <laughs> I was like oh you know i i don't know i just i just did buttons and it just happened sort of thing, I, was, yeah. like, I was holding my te- techniques close to the chest it like, happened you know, cuz my eat- uncle works again. at nintendo yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly again so, cuz i want to be you know i want to be the best of straw hat pizza in that area yeah. i was i was grown into that competition scene i was grown into that competition scene we had like elementary school tournaments at a, you know, one of my friend's birthday parties, it was like a team tournament sort of thing. It was like five versus five. And I was down, I was down, I was the last person on the team. And I, I basically took out the entire team cause I was, uh, cause I would kept on doing like uh, Hadoukens. And when they jump over, I would always do dragon punches because, and they had no answer for that because they're like
2: fifth People graders. Still rarely have an answer for that. Yeah, I no mean, shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly. So like, I, 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 I've grown into this competition scene. Even when I'm just out of it, I would, you know, if I have time or if I had time or if I was able to, I think, th- I think the last competition I did was we had a online shoot fighter 4 league you, and you play matches as if you're doing bowling league. So like, you know, uh. you're, you're up against this person and and this person for week one, you know, you do your two out of three, uh, you know, matches sort of thing. And then you post your results. And so, yeah, like I'm, i am deep in competition scene so so again yeah just it's just funny that hearing a pizza place just yeah triggered like oh man raging demon i was the one i was the one that showed it to everybody but i didn't want to tell you what i had
0: to do it right i think our pizza place (laughs) had a a rampage world tour machine
1: Uh, okay
0: and then like i think like later on they got an ultimate mortal kombat 3 machine which was always actually one of my favorite arcade machines because the side of it was a bunch of purple, like, skeleton bones going up it. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, it yeah. was just rad. And then it had, like, I guess the uh, Shao Kahn, like, helmet thing or something yeah. on the logo. Like, there, it, it was just one of the most rad machines. Um, but, yeah, the Soul Edge machine is another good one. Like, it has that, like, oh, yeah. really bright, almost, like, turquoise blue color.
2: Like, mm-hmm. that shit will yeah. catch
0: your eye from the highway, man. Like, it'll... <laughs> Oh yeah. good stuff. But yeah, I yeah, mean I,
2: like I, I know we I know we had talked about this prior, but it's like around me, like we you know, I had like a bowling alley, I had pizza places all over the place, and like bowling alley had X Men Children of the Atom and this place mm. had Soul Edge and this place had that, and I mean even when I didn't go up to the mall, there was always machines to hit, you know? So Yeah. Mm. But there wasn't really tournament scene. That's that's the funny part. Mm. You know, you would you would have a lot of like friendly competitions, but nothing like, oh well, you know, this is a you know regional or fucking whatever, Mm. you know? And local. Yeah, I mean it was just like get a couple guys together and it's like, all right, well, you know, we're just gonna go and find out who's better than than whoever. You know, and I mean that was the extent to our quote unquote tournaments, you know, and it was just Mm. whatever. Yeah. yeah, I
1: didn't get into I didn't get into tournament tournaments till to like later.
2: Yeah, it, it, a lot of it, a lot
1: of it back then, it was like what you're describing. It was just makeshift groups and just people just playing mm-hmm. the game and you know who can outlast, you know, taking people's quarters and such. And like I, I thrived on taking people's quarters and making people mad. Yep. Because yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, I did that I once or that. twice with Darkstalkers. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's. You give me uh, what was it, um, Zabel, uh, uh Lord Raptor, or you give mm-hmm. me Dimitri, and it was just like, we yep. were just like, fuck,
1: <laughs> slamming the board.
2: Because <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, I'm slamming the board with uh, I'm doing the hell dunk with fucking uh, Lord Raptor. Raptor, or I'm yeah. doing the fucking midnight bliss. Yeah, and it's just like, <laughs> fucking beautiful. <laughs> oh my god which is still arguably one of my least favorite button combinations ever Mm. mind you because it was like was it a forward down back and then quarter and then uh not even like a half like a not even like a half circle not a quarter circle but like that in between
1: in between the
2: (laughs) forward and it's just like fuck like that is (laughs) and then you had to yeah it was just And you had like such shit range on it, too, because it's like
1: it's because it's slow moving.
2: Yeah, well, it's not even that it's slow moving like you. You hit the attack and then he brings his hands up to his chest, holding a rose Mm. and like moves. I think it's like something like four or five frames and drops the rose. So like Mm. either you hit it or you didn't like there is none of this like, oh, it goes across the screen and the person can dodge it. No, all they had to do oh. was take a step back. Like yeah. you, you had to be close to do it. And usually once you triggered it, it was like either you had it or you didn't. Mm. And, oh, but it's always, it's but when always you got it, my favorite. Like, yes. Yeah. You yeah. I mean, for it, it. I mean, it's just like doing, it, it's not like the hell dunk. It's not like uh Jetta's blood contract where it's just mm-hmm. like you get out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Cause like, lord Raptors fucking uh hell dunk like the whole thing pops up underneath you, you and fucking swallows you up. And second, it spawns. You got to jump out of that, or else uh, it's ball time. You know?
1: Yeah, get dunked on.
2: Yep, <laughs> punk a fucking punk rock zombie slam dunk.
1: <laughs> it's perfect.
2: I never, it never made sense to me. Never made Maybe sense a
1: vampire to me. makes you a woman and then drains your blood.
2: Hey, that, even, I mean, even if
1: you were a guy,
2: yeah, well, uh, you could be a fucking Sasquatch and it would turn you, you know, into a chick wearing a fucking a chick,
1: yeah. Wes, have you ever seen if you ever look at like Dark Soccer like Midnight Bliss? That's what he does. It looks like a raging demon, yeah, because it'll go forward and grab you, and then whoever he grabs, no matter, it'll, they'll turn like the female version of that character and they bring <laughs> your
0: blood. <laughs> it just cuts cost. It's like, and eh, we made yeah. three sprites, so just. Yeah. So just use those sprites.
2: Well, well, no, it's not. Sort of thing. And it, it's not even like um, it was like a cost-cutting thing because, like, those female sprites look like female versions of that character. Oh, that so they the went like out of shit. their way.
0: That's yeah, they red. went out
2: of their way for this shit. So like, huh. um, when you do it with the Lord Raptor, it becomes like um, a a pretty decent-looking zombie chick holding a pistol. Yeah, and she, she's just <laughs> kind so of random. get at as Dimitri said, like, please don't do this. Please don't do this. It is fucking beautiful.
1: And who's the Frank, who's the Frankenstein girl again? Uh, guy,
2: um, uh, Victor.
1: Victor. Yeah. If you did. It's Victor. I think. Well, I, I'm thinking about the comic, the comic that Udon is doing right now. Like, dude, female Victor is like stacked on the chest side. So <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So,
0: okay. I don't know why, but like you guys talking about that re- just reminded me of uh, Babe alities in Mortal Kombat, where they made separate baby sprites French. for every single no. fighter. <laughs> yeah, like here's baby Mortal Kombat three version of Sub Zero. Mm. Now here's masked baby Sub Zero, <laughs> and you're like, who? Yeah. Like, whenever you were working at a claim or midway or whatever, like, did that come across your desk? You know what I mean? Like, well, Jim, your your task for this week, you have to make the, the baby sprites, um, and they better yeah. have the same colors, better look just like the baby, like the real thing, but yeah. in a baby. Like, so get to it, <laughs> chop chop! We <We've> got deadlines. <laughs> oh man, so so yeah, I, uh, I I I went on to the. Uh, Dank level 9,000, apparently. Mm-hmm. And if we want to talk about, you know, we're we're a fan of what we consider geek culture and, mm-hmm. you know, nerd culture and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and far be it from me, uh, you know, I always said that the, the reason why I love Pokemon so much is it kind of scratches that itch of a collectible thing, but then in mm-hmm. in context of itself, I guess. So, like, I could buy Pokemon, let's say, Pokemon X or Y or whatever and it's 34.99 and for that 34.99 i get 70 hours of scratching the itch of like well maybe if i show up at this time and do this thing maybe then i can maybe get a chance to get this really rare pokemon like that sort of i guess like unboxing sort of like what am i going to get like what what's my play session of pokemon going to be like tonight so, like, I really got into the Pokemon games because of that, and I'm still a big fan of them. But I always said that it was better that than get into, like, a collectible card game because that right. that's, <laughs> how, that's how they get you, right? Because you just start opening oh, yeah. packs, and each pack's five bucks, but, oh, you got the same bullshit you already got. Like, so I was like, yeah, you know, good thing I just play Pokemon, and I don't play those card games. Well, me being a genius this past week, started playing Magic the Gathering. Which, the longest-running version of the Suckers game of opening up packs and, like, you know what I mean, cracking the packs and doing all that stuff. But did it for moral reasons, did it for good reasons. I was like, you know what, we play a lot of video games, we have a lot of fun that way. But but I, like we talked about a little earlier, I was starting to crave kind of the board game Mentality, Like, let me play a game of dominoes. Let me play a game of blackjack. Let me play a game of poker with someone right next to me. You know, and my wife, she, <laughs> she enjoys card games and stuff. So I was like, you know what? Let's try to get into a nerdy card game. Like, I love RPGs. <laughs> I love a bunch of fucking stat tracking. My wife is a math teacher. So, like, her mind works that way. So I was like, you know what? Maybe magic might be a good way to go. Because you have to think critically, on the fly, adapt, like... It makes sense, right? Uh, So I went out and bought a dual deck. So this is, for those that don't know Magic the Gathering, you know you have five different uh, card types. So there's like blue mana, red mana, green mana, white mana, and black mana, right? I think that's all five. Um, And each type plays a different way. So like, oh, if you play a red deck, that's a very, you know, all your things are pretty cheap. But they attack very quickly um, because you take turns, you know, so you get a lot of stuff on the board very fast. But if you're a blue player, you hope that you're against a red player because a blue player counters everything. So, like, as someone puts something out on the board, you go like, ah, 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 before you finish your turn, you have to take two things off of your side of the board. So, like, there's these different dynamics. And, like, a black deck deals with the undead. So in Magic, there's, like, a graveyard. After a card gets, quote-unquote, killed, you put it in the graveyard. Well, right. the black deck, they want you to kill the stuff on the board. Because they're fucking zombies. And they come back from the graveyard stronger <laughs> than when they... So it's all this meta shit. Like, oh, my God. Like, we... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we looked at this and we're like, what did we get into? So we played one mm-hmm. game. So far, we've played one physical game of Magic the Gathering. It took two and a half hours. And I was I was like, what is going on right now? So we bought a dual deck. And what a dual deck is, is it's a pre-made set of two decks that are literally made to go against one another. They might not be very good if you go to like, oh, I'm going to go to a local tournament and play my dual deck. You're probably going to get slaughtered. Yeah. But just to buy it, it's 20 bucks. It comes with like 150 some odd cards. Like, they're already built for you. You don't really have to worry about building your own deck or buying more cards. Like, there it is. This is just to figure out if you like playing magic, which we did, but we played magic incorrectly. There are so many rules. We had no clue. We even read like Wikipedia tutorials and watched some YouTube videos before we got started. And we got maybe 10 minutes in and we were already way over our head. We were like, whoa. So, whenever you play the card and you tilt it that way that means that now it's your turn to counter it but then the counter spell like it was that for like two hours I bet if there was any like experienced magic players that would watch us they would have hung themselves because it was the worst like we were just bare bones okay so it would be like if so yeah we're talking about Street Fighter so so why do they punch each other and you're like they just they just punch each other like that's the the game they just punch each other and you get the health bar so why is the health bar red <laughs> I mean I don't know it's just that's the color they picked like I felt yeah. like that's the type of things we were asking ourselves like
1: so that's like, like picking that's like picking Balrog and person asking like where's the kicks
0: yeah it's like wait a minute so the Boxer. yeah yeah it's like you know he punches with his hands well. Why does he only use his hands? That guy can use his feet. No, that's just how it is. Like, that's just how it is. <laughs> I promise, I promise. if we hadn't experienced Magic the Gathering, like Judge or Guru or somebody watching us, they would have been like, why don't you just give me those cards and not, you guys don't play this anymore. Because this is...
1: Oh, what is it? Oh, what is it just uh, doing a triple triad instead?
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right? See, I get triple triad. The numbers yeah. are the side. So if your four yeah, goes yeah, against yeah. his five, he's going to win. He'll take your card. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yep. But with Magic, <laughs> holy shit balls! there is so much going on. And, you know, I thought, hey, it's a card game. This is played by, like, 20 million people. They have pro tours and they have all this stuff. I'm like, okay, it should be fairly easy to pick up and play. I'm here to tell you it is not fairly easy to pick up and play. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, it's fun. And we were actually enjoying ourselves because we were like, okay, just using this, like, inductive and deductive reasoning skills, like, okay, we're going to figure this shit out. Like, we're smart people, we're adults with full-time jobs, like, we have we have college degrees, we can figure this out. And we did, but we kind of made this, like, bastardized version of it. So, for <laughs> instance, so, your standard turn of Magic the Gathering is you have seven cards in your hand, Right. And these cards Mm -hmm. will be a mix of either creatures that you play to, like, fight, or mana, or what's called land. So you have to play land. You can play up one land every turn, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, i play a forest. And because I played that forest, now I can afford to play this creature card that costs one forest. Right? So you're just, oh, I'm paying the toll to use this card. Right. But then... You start getting into, like, and then you do that, and then you check to see if they want to block with any of their creatures they have on the board. So you never attack creatures directly. You always attack the player. So, like, Marco, we'd be playing, and every time I would go to attack, it would be to attack your HP. You start with 20 HP, and then just work your way down. Um, So you, you would just do that. But then someone, if they have a creature on their side, they can choose to block your creature's attack. They could be like, okay. you could be like, no, 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 my creature is going to block so you don't do any damage to me. You might kill my creature and take him out of the game, but I didn't take any damage. You know what I mean? Right. like so But then you start getting into some meta shit to where it's like, oh, the card I'm going to play now says if you kill my card, you take double damage. And then you're like, uh... Here we go. Yeah, you're like, so if you do that, that means... And then it's like, oh, and then I'm going to play this other card that says, if you take double damage, I revive something out of my graveyard. You're like, um... (laughs) Well, so all of these rules start, like, stacking onto themselves. You know? So, of course, it's like, what does any of this mean? We got like an hour in, and I had six cards on my side. Brittany had like eleven cards, all sprawled out with different <laughs> matches. And we were like, "Where are we?" Like, yeah, how did this happen? You get there, and it's like the record scratch moment of like, yeah. like you might be asking, "How we got in this situation?" Like, that's how <laughs> it felt because we were looking down, and it's like, okay, now we need to make sense of what the hell is happening on this board. So you got the thing that counters this thing, and then I got this that buffs that thing to counter that thing, and then you got this over here that after you play that, then these five things happen. So then, like, you you just have a checklist. Like, as you, did we do that? Yes. Did we do that? Yes. Did we do that? No. So we should do that. Yes. And... <laughs> so I was like, maybe this game gets a lot easier the more you play it. Because right, right now, this seems... Like, insurmountable with the amount of information that they provide. It, it sounds like it. It's But it's cool. Like, I get why there's the intrigue for it and, like, the Wizards of the Coast, their artists that they hire, are the best illustrators on Earth. Like, I think the card art is the most beautiful shit I've ever seen. And, like, I'm big into painting, went to art school and all that stuff. And so, like, whenever I see it, I'm like, God, these guys are super talented. And then the cards have little backstories. And then some of them are funny and some of them do crazy shit. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to summon a giant dragon that just kills everything on the board. The end. And, like, just crazy powerful stuff. So I, I get the incentive and I get the appeal. And, like, it's fairly addictive to kind of learn what's going on and being like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I could play this card and this fun thing might happen. So, so like, I get that, you know, cause and effect and response and uh, kind of the totality of it. But to say it's easy to jump into and learn how to play is a misnomer. Ah. Like, it is not easy just to be like, ah, sure, we're going to learn how to play blackjack. You need to go up to 21, but if you go up to 21 and go past it, then you lose. Okay. yeah, <laughs> That's blackjack. I just said it in a sentence. You know, like, you get two cards. If they add up to 21, you win. If they don't, whoever gets closest to 21 wins. Mm -hmm. You're done. Like, that's the whole game. But then you can play it for hours. Like, I love Blackjack. Makes me feel like a card shark. Because, like, I can be like, I'm going to card count. Like, well, we already played all the sixes, so they can't have a six. Like, I turn into Rain Man. And... (laughs) You know, so, but with Magic, there's so much shit going on, I couldn't tell you what happened. Like, if you told me to recount the activities that happened during Brittany and I's game of Magic the Gathering, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I'd be like, uh, she played some stuff, and then my dragon went away. Yeah, and then my tree came out, and then she did a thing to take out the tree. And then and I then can't... We had
2: to refer to rule uh, page thirty of the rule book. <laughs> pretty or, uh... much
0: like for the next bet, like for the next time we do it, I'm printing out at work tomorrow. I'm printing out the twenty six page PDF file that has mm-hmm. all the basic like, what does it mean when a creature has flying? What does it mean when a creature has trample? What does it mean when a creature yeah. has reach? And whenever you have a 1-1 one, one counter over five turns, who does the extra HP go to? Like, that type of shit. We're so far down the rabbit hole now that it's like <laughs> you can't see sunlight anymore. And, <laughs> it, I mean, but to be fair, it is fun. Like, somehow, we had fun. I think I had a little more fun than Brittany did because Brittany was like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> we have all these cards <laughs> on the kitchen table, and she was like, what does this even mean? Like. <laughs> Who is this for? Like, what is... What's going on? Um, What have you
2: gotten me into? Yeah, exactly. She was like, I don't (laughs) want to
0: think this hard during my pastime. Um... (laughs) and rightfully so but i think we made it harder because we literally made the game harder so okay so so todd you've played a little bit of magic like you're familiar enough with the yeah. rules and so here's what we I'm, did i'm
2: familiar i'm familiar enough with the 1998 rules okay
0: so you'll still appreciate this noob mistake that we made and this is why the game okay. went on for two and a half hours so mm-hmm. we were like all right you know we're going to pay our mana and it summons creatures mm-hmm. And then we're like, well, clearly it makes sense that in order to attack with those creatures, we would have to pay that same mana cost. Mm -hmm. So, So here's the thing. Okay, so we have two forests, and now that summons out my dragon, let's say. Yeah. So now to attack with that dragon, I have to pay two more forests. That's, wouldn't you just
2: ta- because you have summoning sickness the first? Turn. Yeah, the first round. Oh, here we go. Yep. So <laughs> the second. So the. So the second turn, wouldn't you just tap that mana to be able to? Bingo. You do your attack.
0: Bingo. But but we paid twice. So, that, so <laughs> which
2: which isn't bad means you had more fucking land on the field. Yeah, we had for, tons like, of no land.
0: God, we could afford everything. However, we were like, oh. This round, I can only attack with one creature, even if you had seven on the board. Well, I can only afford to attack with this one. That's not how it works. Once a thing gets summoned, it's on the board. You can attack willy-nilly. Like, you don't have to repay a cost, because you already paid the cost, because you summoned the card. Mm -hmm. We figured that out an hour and 45 minutes into the game. (laughs) So here we are. That explains why she had, like, 15 cards out. I had, like, nine. For our first game of Magic, a first game of Magic should take ten minutes tops. Like someone plays a really good hand and then they win. I
2: would I would argue a half hour because the first game's always. Did I do that right?
0: Yes. Okay. Did that fair play? Yeah. Yeah, two and a half hours. We were so exhausted. We were like. (laughs) We were like, oh, we're God. Exhausted. So, yeah, so it's like, but yeah, exactly. So you had stuff like Summoning Sickness. Then we would forget. There's a the thing called, like, upkeep. And certain cards only work during your upkeep phase where you untap yeah. the lands you already used. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, why is it, Why is that a thing? So, like, I think what, what needs to happen, and I started playing the digital versions, like Magic Duels. Uh, I have all the Duels of yeah. the Planeswalkers on Steam. So, like, I'm going to start doing that and kind of get it ebb and flow for, like, the tempo of how a match is supposed Mm -hmm. to go. Because we were, like, we were literally just reading encyclopedia stuff. We were like, okay, so if it has this little symbol, it means this. And then if it has that little symbol, and then they would throw stuff like, oh, be sure to add eight colorless mana to your deck. And I'm like, colorless mana, what does that do? So then we had to, like, look that up and be like, oh, that just means you can use it in regards to the number, but not yeah. not the symbol. Yeah, that type of shit. Like, we are so far down that rabbit hole now. <laughs> the rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, man. So Yeah,
2: it's... I mean, there's a reason. There's multiple reasons why I stopped playing Magic. And, yeah, I mean, the rules are fucking outrageous. Um... But then again, that's any collectible card game. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's just for me. And we, I mentioned this before we even recorded. So um, I was I was playing a lot. <clears throat> um, Busting my ass buying, you know, packs a pack so I can make my deck better. And then they mm-hmm. released the portal set. Right. Which was yeah. a whole reboot. Of magic the gathering, basically, because all your old cards are no longer good. You can't use them with the new fucking rule system, and you're like, son of a bitch. Yep.
0: <laughs> See, and apparently magic has gotten so big that there there is some hardcore shit now. But now they have a full like national wide thing called vintage. Yep. Where mm-hmm. you can play with your alpha cards you can play with everything pre like 1999 and it's mm-hmm. all legal um yep. like they don't do any bands and all that stuff but here's what blows me away so we're talking about hot shots at the arcade right apparently standard play in 2017 of magic the gathering this is what happens whenever you go to play in a league so you walk up and you're like i'd like to pay 15 dollars to get into the league and they're like, all right, sir, let me get you bloop, bloop, and, like, get your name in and all that stuff. And then they're like, okay, your first match is against Marco. And I'm like, all right, cool. Nice to meet you, Marco. So then what they do is they sit you down, and they're like, here are your six packs of brand-new sealed cards. Open them yeah. and make a deck, and then play the person sitting across from you. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, what the fuck? Like what? what?
2: Okay, so it's that's not just magic that does that. Yeah. Uh there's a lot of a lot of collectible card games that do that, mostly because of the pay to win aspect of collectible card games. Yeah.
0: Right. You'll
2: have people spending, you know, sometimes as high as like four or five thousand dollars for one fucking card. Oh,
0: I see. Yeah. And that way if they so, come in with a pre built deck and it's just loaded yeah. with ten grand yeah. cards.
2: Mm-hmm yeah exactly but the beauty of of those sealed pack um leagues is whatever you get in there you can use yeah so if under normal tournament rules that card is a banned card you got it from your pack i mean it
0: counts yeah i see but i was just thinking like, I- I'm trying to think of a correlation between, like, fighting game stuff. Mm. Would it be like, oh, well, here are these two gentlemen. Okay, welcome to the league. Um, Here's what a video game is. <laughs> and, like, they teach you kind of what a video game is. And they're like, now here's a hoary fight stick. Yeah. Um go and but then somehow they would do it. Like somehow they would just know how to do it. Cuz that's what blows me away. You have to have such an advanced knowledge. Yeah. of how the mechanics of that game plays. That's like you're literally playing blindfolded. Because you don't know what you're about to get. So but you mm-hmm. have to yeah. find a way to make it viable enough to win. And you're like, "Holy god. Like how in depth Mechanically, is this game? Because, right, th- that's what's mind blowing to me, and it's kind of fascinating. Like, if I ever got to that level, I'd, I'd be pretty proud of myself. Like, but I don't think I ever will because the type of enjoyment I and fulfillment I want to get out of Magic is very casual. Like, like Todd, if mm. you and I played a thing of Magic, I would tell you to mm. get out your old cards. I'd be like, I don't give a fuck if it says Magic on it. Let's play it, like. <laughs> Like I don't care about the rules. I don't care about the league. I don't care about yeah, all that it's,
2: shit. It, I mean, it's... like The the only cards I still have are my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I actually have a deck still put together for it yeah. with a side deck and everything like that. Oh, nice. I know how to play that deck extremely well. Yeah. And it's just... I mean, it's such a risk-of-reward deck, though. It is... Mm. It, it will drive people fucking crazy. Like, I'm trying to understand what the intricacies of that specific deck are, because yeah. I have so many mm-hmm. cards that it's just like, remove everything from play, and yeah. they're just like, well, why would you do that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh god, there was there's a literal card in our dual deck that you put it down, and it says, in four turns, if nothing happens, you automatically... Yeah. Or, or you automatically lose the game. It literally oh, yeah, just outright dude. says, oh, you fucking lose. Like... But it's the person that played it. So now it puts this like energy on the person that played the card. Like, okay, i got to get my shit into gear. Something has to happen. Um, because right. then if something happens, then you get a buff or whatever. But if you still can't play a specific card within four turns, you lose automatically. Even if you're in the lead, it's just the nature of pulling that card and playing it. Like, crazy. Like, I can't fathom any other type of game having just, like, these maverick rules like that. Like, Mm. (laughs) like, oh, you want to make it harder on yourself to play Street Fighter Alpha? Uh, use your toes. Fucking use your (laughs) toes. Just, that's what you have to do now for your Grand Championship Evo. Just use your feet. Right. You're like, what?
1: Use the the Rock Band guitar.
0: (laughs) Yes, like, here's the Donkey Kong bongo drums. Like, use those (laughs) and beat uh daigo (laughs) like uh, like (laughs) i don't know if this is gonna work but then somehow you miraculously do it and then you're in like the hall of fame like that's what that's the type of risk and reward that these card games have and and i can realistically say that like that that's the most amount of like fulfillment but also the most amount of tension is every time britney would pull a card i'm like i'm dead I know this is the one. This is the time that I die. Like, let me write my will. Like, the game's about to be over. And then she would, like, show the card, and I'm like, okay, no, wait, I could do this. You have that small glimpse of, like, wait, no, 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 I think I have a card that can do something cool with this. And then you play it, and she's like, aha, I got a counter for that card. And you're like, motherfucker. Like, it's just this (laughs) total, like, back and forth in your mind. And you're just, like, looking at it, like, how am I going to deal with this? And then you try a thing, and then they already have the trump card. But then you have a trump card for that trump card. Like, it it constantly moves, and it constantly evolves. And I was like, even us playing very poorly and incorrectly, we were still able to have a lot of fun. And that that, there has to be a testament to that, to Magic the Gathering somehow, right?
2: Ultimately, that's what it comes down to with any of these games. Yeah. If you're not having fun with it, I mean, it's no longer a game.
0: Sure, sure. Fair (laughs) play.
2: And
1: you, like, just, that- you just sounded like you just sounded like a Yu-Gi-Oh episode. <laughs> just, just <now. laughs> right?
0: the Yu-Gi-Oh you're not was having fun.
2: Yu-Gi-Oh you're was not having the, fun. It's no longer game. Yeah, you, it's, it, it's, the, it's the legit truth. And I don't bandit, care. What
1: bandit doing. Keith West over here.
0: That's right. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh was the friends we made along the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's the moral. I mean, and
2: I mean, it's it's the same thing. Like um, you know, whether it's card games, whether it's uh, you know, standard tabletop games. I have people that won't play games like Monopoly with me because of the way I am when I play them. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) like I. Oh, well, we put the money under the free parking. No, fuck you. That's a house rule. That's not something that happens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got to go around the board once to uh, before we can start buying properties. Fuck you. That's a house rule. That's not a thing that happens.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Oh, I don't want to buy this property. Okay. Next person, sir. No, 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 no. You don't want to buy that property? Fine, but now it goes up for auction. Who wants this property? Yep, yep. Because I mean, and they're like, "Oh, that's not in the rules." I'm like, "Fucking read the rules, bitch." Yeah, it's like it's literally in the rules. Yeah. Oh man, I'm
1: guilt. I'm guilty for all those house rules played. (laughs) I'm super guilty. The
2: thing is, like the um, oh, I land on free parking. I get the money thing. That is the Mm. that is the most used house rule that people don't know is a house rule. Mm, I mean, that's. So, because, you know, one person somebody had to play it, and then they show, like, when they're showing people how to play Monopoly, or they're like, oh, let's play Monopoly House
1: rules. They do
2: that rule because that's what they knew. And it just, it's not in the rules. And I mean, that's why a game Monopoly will go for like fucking five, six hours, Hmm. and everybody wants to (laughs) kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Monopoly should take anywhere between a half hour to an hour, tops. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's none of this lending money to other players or whatnot or yeah
0: it's just drawing that, that shit out. Like, yeah. Drawing it out, man.
2: Yeah. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I want I want you I want all your fucking property. I want all your fucking money. Yeah. yeah. I want you to go and sit sit in the fucking corner. Go back to the bro. fridge. Because you're not at this table anymore. <laughs> See and while you're over there, I can use a beverage. What's
0: interesting <laughs> is uh apparently there's a new form of magic called commander. And what it is mm-hmm. is it's it's one like it's one- on one, but you have four players. So it's mm-hmm. everybody playing it's like a free-for-all. But the thing mm-hmm. is, something you can do in commander and it's actually in the rules is you can make deals with people. so mm-hmm. you can like be like, "I know you could kill me this next turn, but if I promise to defend you against his card that does this, do you promise not to kill me in the next five turns? like interesting it's really fucking weird like poker logic right it's you're playing your opponent and then you start like doing this subterfuge stuff to where you can literally make a deal with every other player in the game you can be like i won't let him kill you if this happens but if you protect me from that guy i'm so (laughs) now you have this like mexican standoff like reservoir dogs where they're all like (laughs) pointing guns at each other like i swear to god if you do a thing this whole board's gonna blow up like yeah (laughs) and i was like that would be super fucking fun
2: all i can think about is um i think was it ninth or tenth grade um i had a history Mm. teacher and end of the year like the last couple weeks right before finals he's just like you know what we're going to have a little fun. We're going to, we're actually going to be playing a game for the next couple weeks. And everybody's just like, what the fuck? And, uh, you grouped up and basically you ran a country, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, it was really interesting. So it was a lot of like brokering deals and mm-hmm. we made sure that we got like nuclear technology, like quick as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And everybody's just like, Oh, you can't have that. are like, all right, well, I mean, we have it. So what kind of deals do you guys want to make? Like, that's just the way it is. And whoever made the shittiest deal was the first country we eliminated. I mean, that was just the way it was. Then somebody worked on biochemical stuff and kind of fucked us, but whatever. I mean, (laughs) just (laughs) name it game. Yeah. That's true. And it was just, and it was, uh, the game itself was set up as an experiment to see how we would run things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if people could get along and and just well it was ultimately what he he, what he was doing was he was running this social experiment to say you guys kind of advance at your own pace would you if you had something somebody else wanted would you fight for it would you try to broker a deal and have peace or would you just say fuck you i'm taking that Mm -hmm. and it's like that's really what it came down to nine times out of ten like one uh, one of them had um, a lot of oil reserves. And it's like, all right, well, I guess, I guess we know where we're fucking going. Like, yeah. <laughs> you guys want nuclear tech? Oh, we got oil. Oh, well, fine. Good for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You had oil. Yeah. Wait, yeah. What do you mean you had?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. You Your got country is glass blue.
2: now. Um,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it went. But yeah, yeah it was just. And it was meant to be just like this little peaceful thing for like two fucking weeks. And it was at the end of it, it was just like this I've I run this with each one of my classes. Mm-hmm. And this is by far the most violent I've seen <laughs> any of them go. And I'm just I kind of just shrugged and I was like, eh. Yeah. I mean, you you were the one that put nukes and and bioweapons in, in the in the pool like of shit yeah, we can yeah. we can work towards sure yep I mean if you wanted peace then put fucking like ice cream technology and sprinkle there technology and shit you know like no <laughs> no 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 oh, oh they have marble marble slab technology and I have ice cream technology I'll never be able to make that cold stone now yeah,
0: <laughs> never <laughs> uh, oh man. so I think the moral of this whole podcast is that games are pretty good.
2: Yeah. Games are yeah. pretty good. And and if you stop enjoying a game, um, then move on to another game that you Yeah, do. it's like there are, there are
0: a lot of them. This whole games thing, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And, yeah, you mean, know, legit. Uh, it's like who cares if Marvel didn't sell 8 billion copies? Like, people are going to play that fucking game. You want to yeah. know why? Because it's fun.
2: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter what platform it's for, whether it's analog, digital, uh, mm-hmm. physical copies, uh, PDFs, whatever. I mean, if you're having fun with it, that's all that matters. Bingo. You could be doing it online, you could be doing it in person. Once it stops being fun, though, then it's it's no longer a game. I mean, yeah, it's true. I mean, and that doesn't that that goes for more than just you know tabletop and and video games i mean that goes for for content creating too if it's no longer fun for you then why do you do it yep you know
0: you can then get out the game yeah i'll tell you what's not fun in games is crime yeah <laughs> I, um, I had to tie it back in with the first part of the podcast somehow i was like
1: hmm <laughs> dude just now i just realized as i was picking up my wife and getting back to the house i was wearing both earphones driving
0: oh my god wow.
1: You've learned nothing. I
0: did it. Again. I did it again. You, you're breaking the law, you maverick.
1: And then when I realized, I was like, "Oh shoot!" Then I, I took out one
0: earphone. <laughs> there it is. Just like look around, like nothing, nothing happened. Nothing.
1: Y'all didn't see nothing.
0: Oh, that's great. Don't be no narc. Oh, but that's that's our time. This has been brothering around episode something. What 39, 38 One uh, of those. Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Something like that. Good episode. Glad to talk about yeah. games, no matter how oh, yeah. dank they become. Right. So right. I, uh, yeah, I think we'll be, I think we'll be talking more about Magic. Hopefully, I'll be uh, getting better at it, and then do like battle reports or some dumb shit. Um, talk about go. just like disastrous. Like what my my in game goal I think is to like get it good enough to go do a Friday Night Magic, but to film it like for the YouTube channel oh, do it. and like do almost yeah, like do a Conan it. O'Brien bit to where. I'm the clearly the worst. I, I'm the clearly the worst player in that whole league. But it's like shot really well, and I'm like, yeah, I'm real terrible at this. And then everyone's like, what, who the fuck is this do, guy?
2: The the what you do is you put the long form up, on uh, you upload it to Twitch, mm-hmm. and just do a vodcast, like a Friday night vodcast of just that. There you go. and watch it with the community, and then release like the cut down version on on YouTube on Saturday. The highly I mean, edited, just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the one where it's just like, yeah, you're not getting all the like the little gems that you would have gotten if you watched the live feed.
0: That's true. <laughs> we should do that. There you go. We'll set something up. It'll be fun. And it'll be very embarrassing yeah. for me. But that's part of the fun. Because, like we said, if you're not having fun, what's the what's the point? But that's our time. Mm-hmm. I'm Wes Gardner. to Hobo. That's Mr. Marco Flores. That is Mr. Todd EVF. Hit them both up on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Marco Polo 177. And then Twitter.com slash Todd EVF. Is that right? Is that right? Yep. That's it? Yeah. And yep. y- you know where to find me. If you're on this channel listening to this, you already found me. So good work. You get a foil card that can't be countered and has eight mana. Congratulations. You are it the best.
2: 12 mana cost, but it does all the damage. It does all the
0: damage. Whatever the damage, damage. It's an X damage. For however much mana you 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 spend, that's how much damage it does, and that's a real actual Magic the Gathering thing, by the <laughs> it way. Like, it is. fuck, holy shit, <laughs> we're so far gone. Anyways, that's our time. Thanks, <laughs> Peace. These guys. See ya.